0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Borellis. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone.
1: This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Oh, Jess has drank so much. He has to piss. He has to piss. Oh, Jess, you drink too much. You have to piss. You have to piss. And I swear, every ten minutes or so, Jess takes a little tinkle in And that's why I'm singing this song, because Jess is
0: in the bathroom. Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf. And welcome to Musicals with Cheese, a podcast where I try to get Andrew to like musical theater. And today, we are actually having a part two of an episode that we had previously. A second parter!
1: It's a two-parter. This is the sequel. And as we all know, the sequels are always better.
0: Yeah, always, always, always. So a few months ago, when we first started up the podcast again, um, we did an episode where we read off musical theater titles and Andrew had to guess what it would be about or make up his own version of the story of what he would think it would be about
1: it wasn't that I made up a version of the story I was trying to guess what the story would be and one song from it if that was it yes and uh and I think we actually had a few hits there. The, the uh, I think my Wright Brothers musical idea is currently in production. Um, so,
0: <laughs> Cameron McIntosh picked it up like, hmm. You're right, brother. You're <laughs> right, brother. So our main recommendation is check out that episode. Um, we figured because this is a brand new year, welcome to 2019, bitches, that we yeah. could just start this out with Andrew, like, hearing a bunch of musical titles and trying to guess what they would be about.
1: I can't wait. I really hope I get things like Mary Poppins, because I feel like I'm going to nail those ones. Perfect.
0: All right. Andrew, are you ready? Oh, I've been ready since the last time we did it. <laughs> All right. So this is actually going to be in alphabetical order. So you kids Ooh. at home listening, get ready for that. Yeah. Now you'll know if the episode is edited. Mm-hmm. Andrew. Your first musical that you have to both guess the plot as well as at least one song from it, like the big song, like the memory or the one that would be on like pop albums like you'd hear like Frank Sinatra cover. Oh, Frankie Sinatra, cover me. (laughs) All right. The first musical is 1776. Oh, that's easy.
1: It's a, it's about the founding of the, the United States of America. Um you got your major players you have uh George Washington, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson uh and then you got your bad guys like uh the King George. And King George has some songs uh which aren't very good, but the memorable song is called We Declare Our Independence. And it's literally it's the the founding fathers they sing their song uh, that is basically listing their grievances
0: with the king. You're not too far off. I gave you an easy one just so we could ease ourselves into it. But the story is based on the events surrounding the signing of the Declaration of Independence. It dramatizes the efforts of John Adams to persuade his colleagues to vote for the American independence and to sign the document. But a boom baby! I nailed it. Maybe. A little bit. Uh... <laughs> And one of the more famous songs from it is called Sit Down, John, which um, Lin-Manuel Miranda parodies in Hamilton, which we will get to hopefully in 2019. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready for the next one, Andrew? I'm ready for the next one. I've already I'm, I'm one for one right now, I would say. Yeah, you're doing pretty good so far. But let's see what you can do for this one. This one is called Ain't Misbehavin'. Ain't misbehaving.
1: Alright, uh, you know, first thing that comes to my head, uh, it's about a rebellious teenage girl growing up in the suburbs of New York, uh, or, no, no, not the suburbs, like the inner city of New York, pardon me, um, she meets a, a dude with a, with a leather jacket, and she falls in love, but her dad ain't having none of it, um, and, uh, basically the story is, uh, them trying to get together and eventually she just runs off with him. Uh, and, and one of the songs is, uh, is called, I, I don't know. I can't think of a song title for this. We'll call it, we'll call it, a uh, uh, leather, leather jacket <laughs> gang. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, uh, and wheel. That's the song. And it's like a. It's like a pseudo, like,
0: metal type song. I don't know. Fuck, I, I don't... <laughs> All right, are you ready to know what Ain't Misbehaving" is really about? I think I'm, like, as far off as you could possibly be. And it is a little bit of a cheat for me. <laughs> okay, what do you got? Ain't Misbehaving" is a musical review... Um, The musical is a tribute to black musicians of the 1920s and 1930s who are part of the Harlem Renaissance, an era of growing creativity, cultural awareness, and ethnic pride, and takes the title from the 1929 Waller song, Ain't Misbehavin'. (sighs) You
1: know, Harlem is in New York.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not giving that to you. There's no leather (laughs) kit. There's no, you know there's no Leather Gangs there. Leather is... Next! Are you ready for what's next, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you got? This one is... An American in Paris.
1: This sounds like your typical romance. Uh, you gotta... Okay i'm gonna go all out with this okay go all out. let's go do all this. out i'm going all out uh it's 1944 uh the allies have pushed the the germans back and one of the u.s army members is stationed in paris where he meets uh a young french girl uh, whom he falls in love with um And basically from there, it's just your standard romance kind of plot. Uh, I can't think of a song, though. I'll be honest.
0: You know what? You're not far off, and I will give this one to you. Ooh. Jerry Mulligan is an American ex-GI who stays in post-World War II Paris to become a painter and falls for the charms of Lise Bouvier. However, his paintings come to the attention of Milo Roberts, a rich American heiress who is interested in more than just his art. Ooh. I think I nailed that one. I think one. you did pretty good. I'll give that one to you.
1: Oh, man. That's, that's two for three. That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: I'll give you that. You're, like, You're doing pretty good. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah, give me the next one here. All right. Anyone can whistle.
1: um well let's see anyone can whistle anyone can whistle
0: okay how far off the deep end should we go here go as far as you want think of the audience listening to this (sighs) whistle so uh
1: this one's definitely it takes place in england no doubt about that. Um, London. In London. And there's a... There's a kid, a younger kid, who is trying to get a job, and he's working with, like, a like a fatherly figure type guy. Uh, and basically, this kid is a troubled kid, and, and this guy kind of shows him... Shows him the ropes, the tools of the trade, you know Um, And uh, the whistling is a metaphor For life, you know And it shows, hey, just because you're not getting along now Anyone can do this Uh, And that's kind of the whole, that's like the whole how the show goes Um, And one of the songs is uh, One of the songs is uh, Oh my goodness I can never think of a good song title (laughs) (laughs) But one of the songs is about, it's about whistling and it's him, it's him showing how, it's him teaching him how to whistle, you know, and it's, it's somewhat metaphorical though.
0: All right. Are you ready to learn what Anyone Can Whistle is really about?
1: You know what? I have no fucking clue what this is about. Okay. This is such a vague title. <laughs>
0: I love it. Most musical theater titles are pretty vague. What do you got the story concerns a corrupt mayorus, an idealistic nurse a man who may be a doctor and various officials patients and townspeople all fighting to save a bankrupt town in America you know what
1: that's all right that's that's probably a, that's probably a fine probably a fine show
0: <laughs> it's done by Steven Sondheim I actually don't know it that well so
1: will have to we'll have to cover it someday
0: maybe like it's really hard to find a good recording of that like there's a good like audio recording but you'd, we'd probably have to read through the script you ready for the next one Andrew <laughs> no we go in alphabetical motherfucker I told you this this is the last A1 though okay what do you got applause I, I feel like with a show
1: title like applause it's probably about show business or something like you're that you're in the
0: right direction
1: um, Probably, what's that Shakespeare thing where they fucking put on a show? It's probably like that. Uh, basically, you know, they're trying to put on a show, a bunch of mishaps, um, but the show must go on, and then by the end of it, they kind of get it all together. Um, and uh, one of the songs is called The Show Must Go On, and Freddie Mercury sings it. <laughs> uh,
0: very good. All right. What do you got? All right, so the plot is actually about... <laughs> Um, an aging star, Margot Channing, who innocently takes a fledgling actress under her wing, unaware that the ruthless Eve is plotting to steal her career and her man. What? <laughs> it's all about Eve, but a musical. All about Eve is basically a show where a girl wants to take over a very famous actress's life.
1: Oh, I think they had a similar plot in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe alright you're ready for the next one the next one is called the baker's wife do bakers have 13 wives no those are mormons
1: oh okay um well, what the fuck else could this be about it's called the baker's wife I'm gonna have to come up with a fucking plot for it <laughs> yes you are Okay, so a guy that is a regular at a baker's shop is the main character. And he gets involved with the baker's wife. And he wants to uh, steal her away. Um, the baker obviously has none of that. Um, but basically, the baker's a bad dude. Um, so the, the, we all root for the guy that's trying to steal the wife away uh and at the end uh they the baker's wife and this guy with happily ever after or something I, yeah, Jesse's a really hard <laughs> man,
0: <laughs> and what's the one famous song from the baker's wife?
1: oh the one famous song it's called uh it's called a baker's it's called a baker's dozen and it's it's about how something metaphoric with the number twelve <laughs> versus thirteen i don't <laughs> You, you're
0: I don't not know. even trying.
1: I have nothing. Jess, that title gives <laughs> me nothing.
0: Neither <laughs> did Dogfight, and you came up with gold there.
1: Okay, you know what? Dogfight gave me a lot more than that. Uh, uh, a baker's wife. What the fuck?
0: You're right. <laughs> you're right. What do I do with that? <laughs> you're right for the real part right. of the baker's wife.
1: Yeah, what's the real plot, Jess? The
0: bickering residents of a rural vid- village in 1935 province France have been without a baker for seven weeks. They finally find peace and contentment in the new baker, Amable, and his attractive young wife, Genevieve. However, when Genevieve is lured away by a handsome young gigolo, the middle-aged baker loses all zest for life and baking. When he refuses to bake, oh my the villagers God. must work together as a team to bring Amable and Genevieve back together.
1: You know what? I feel like I got some elements of the plot, correct?
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll give you a quarter. <laughs> okay. For those of you counting at home, because I certainly aren't. Give me, so- give me something to work with here, Jess. Right, what do you this got? This one is entitled, The Band's Visit.
1: The band's visit. Oh, it's about that. It's about that day where the in the Music Man, where where all the bands come to town,
0: right? I don't think that was even in the Music Man.
1: It was in the Music Man. He sings about it. All the bands come into town, and and then it goes da 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 dun da, dun, da. or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> I um <I'm>, okay. <laughs> what was it
0: called again? The band's visit.
1: Mm. The band's visit. Okay. Musical seems to really like small towns. So I'm gonna go with um Is a small town, and the town has to uh there's like a big band that's touring, and this small town wants to have the band come. And the band uh in order to do so they lie to the band or something and say that their town's awesome And they have to fix up the town to make it look right, so 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 when the band comes, everything's everything's perfect, um, and then the band actually does come and there's a big show, and it's great and everyone loves it and (laughs) it's like, uh, and and uh yeah, and then the main character and the love interest get to see their big band and they love it, and that's it, uh, and one of the songs is called. fix up this (laughs) shithole.
0: The build-up to that song number.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm totally wrong on this one, but what do you got?
0: (laughs) Jess is, like, actually dying right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. The plot of the band's (laughs) visit. is in an Israeli desert town where every day feels the same. Oh. <laughs> Something different is suddenly okay, in I'm... the air. Dinah, the local cafe owner, had a long resigned her desires for romance to daydreaming about exotic films and music of her youth. When a band of the Egyptian musicians show up lost at her cafe, she and her fellow locals take them out for the night under the spell of the night sky, their lives intertwine in unexpected ways, and this once sleepy town begins to wake up. I was close. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't there wasn't a song in that called "Fix up the Shithole Town <laughs> the
1: the uh the idea that is there though
0: that a band does come to visit yeah that's there
1: no the band comes to visit it's in a small town that sucks the small town sucks and then the band shows up and makes everything good <sighs> i was close, jess i was close I'm on that one okay i'm sorry oh fuck me Hey, comment comment in the thing that i should get points for you this one you
0: getting no points yeah <laughs> fuck you yeah I'm ready for the next one what do you got this one is Caroline or change so the plot
1: is it's based on a true story that may or may not have happened (laughs) I'm gonna make up a true story right now Um, South Carolina uh, or North Carolina one of the two um, during the 2008 elections um, there was a small town that had to do some recounts and they were one of the last places to they were like the deciding vote for the county on who wins uh uh, barack obama or whoever he ran against that year um so basically it's it's carolina or or change or change i don't (laughs) i don't know where i'm going with this that's a Fuck. shitty
0: plot, and you should feel bad. <laughs> this is a shitty, this is a shitty plot. I got What's nothing. What's the song just? from Carolina f- or Change or Obama just fight Caroline- someone? Caroline or Change?
1: What do I? What does that even mean? Is Caroline yes. a person? How How can you? So either Caroline. Oh, okay new plot all right new erase plot. that let's start uh, this erase scratch that <laughs> reverse it uh caroline is this guy's current wife and he is traveling um fuck where is he going <laughs> to a small town uh and when he arrives there he meets a different girl and it's a love triangle story. So basically he has to pick Caroline or change for someone else. Uh, and one of the songs is called Sweet Caroline, and it's sung by Freddie Mercury. <laughs>
0: um, all right. That was not even close. You ready?
1: <laughs> I swear to God, if I was close the first time, I'm going to
0: be <laughs> fucking pissed. In 1963, the Gelman family and their African-American maid, Caroline, live in sleepy Lake Charles, Louisiana. Caroline is drifting through life as a single mother of four working in the service job to a white family. A fragile yet beautiful friendship develops between the young Gelman's son, Noah, and Caroline. Noah's stepmother, Rose, unable to give Caroline a raise, tells Caroline that she might keep the money that Noah leaves in his pockets. Caroline balks and refuses to take money from a child, but her for own j- children desperately need food, clothing, and shoes. Outside the laundry room, some of the greatest social advancement that country has ever seen are being set in motion, and change is knocking on the door. God fucking damn
1: it. How did I not <laughs> guess that? oh that was so obvious god damn okay fair enough all right jess I'm you ready win for this the next time. one
0: <laughs> i'm I, you know i'm ready for the next one all right you might you might have an edge on this you've seen a little bit of this show yes oh have i come from away How have I seen a little of this show? What are you talking about? Uh, We did a little bit of it in our Tony's video two years ago. Holy shit, Jess, I don't remember anything from that.
1: (laughs) Come from away. Uh (laughs) oh good God. Oh no, it's not another small town, is it? It's not. This no 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 small towns. Come from away. Come
0: from away. I'm going to spoil something for you. Um, Literally in this plot I'm reading, it says small town. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh,
1: my goodness. There's your hint. All right. So there's this small town girl, and she's living in a lonely world. And she takes a midnight train going anywhere. Um uh, I wanna go off the deep end for no reason. I don't think this is the plot at all, but I wanna I wanna do it. The Oregon Trail. Okay, people? We're talking about wagons. We're talking about wagon trains. This person there's a family going to California because they want some gold, fucking goddammit. And they're going to come from as far away as possible. See what I did there? They're going to come from as far away as they can uh, to get that gold. And they end up in a small town halfway between uh, in in the Midwest. And when one of their daughters gets sick and dies. So they stay in the small town. Uh, and they just, they have to stay, they have to stay there and they settle down uh, or something. I, and then one of the songs is, is called... Uh, uh the great journey the great journey on uh, and it's about how they long to continue the journey but they can't
0: you ready to know what it's really about yeah tell me about the small town Jess.
1: what <laughs> what about what happens in the small town Jess? what is what's going on in the small town
0: in the week following the september 11th attacks it tells this true story of what transpired when 38 planes were ordered to land unexpectedly in the small town of Gander, Newfoundland, and Labrador, Lab, Labrador Canada, as part of Operation Yellow Ribbon. The characters in the musical Oh, are... fuck, I remember it now. I remember that now. <laughs> the characters in the musical are I based on, and in most cases share the same names, of real Gander residents, as well as some of the 7,000 stranded travelers they housed and fed.
1: I remember that. I do remember that now. Uh, that was something that I was not going to remember, though, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think we watched like a very, very small part of that. Um, I do remember that, though, and I did not remember the name whatsoever. I don't even know what the name really means, uh, but yeah.
0: I like that musical. That musical's actually really good and got me more emotional than most musicals. In all honesty, I think that deserved the Tony more than Dear Evan Hansen. Probably not as much as a Great Common, but more than Dear Evan Hansen.
1: Well, I've got a Dear Evan hand it to them. Okay, you know they did it pretty good.
0: <laughs> you ready for the next one, Andrew?
1: I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: The drowsy chaperone.
1: Drowsy chaperone. Okay. Uh, drunk father. Uh, uh, he he's a he's an alcoholic, um, but he. He gets called to go to prom with his daughter as a chaperone um of course he's fucking wasted though, so when he goes he i don't know where I'm going with this when he goes he's he's a he's drunk there's no plot to come from this there's nothing to come from this jess this is a this is a waste of time jess there's nothing coming out of this one uh he's drunk and he goes to the prom. And the daughter's embarrassed, but then they share a beer and, uh, reflect on life.
0: <laughs> oh. Is that the ending? They just get drunk together? <laughs> he te- they get drunk, drunk together, he- that's the he end. He gives that's the tendencies <laughs> to his
1: daughter? Yes! And it's a happy ending. Jesus Christ. Uh... That's the end of the show.
0: I don't know, I don't have anything for this one. (laughs) What's the main song from The Drowsy Chaperone?
1: Uh it's called Alcohol
0: (laughs) Ain't It Great
1: (laughs) And it's and Danny DeVito plays the father.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the only cast member that makes sense. You're ready to hear about what The Drowsy Chaperone is really about.
1: Yeah, yeah, why don't you just go for it? Why don't you just crush my dreams? (laughs) You know, that's fine.
0: All right. The story concerns a middle-aged asocial musical theater fan as he plays the record of his favorite musical, the fictional 1928 hit The Drowsy Chaperone. The show comes to life on stage as he wryly comments on the music, story, and actors. So it's like MST3K musical theater style. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> so it's not even a real show. It is, but it isn't. So basically, the whole show is someone just made some
0: shit up like I just did. So I think I fucking nailed it. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at Obi-Wan logic of a certain point of view. Alright, are you ready for the next one? Okay, no, I, I'm still getting over this,
1: Okay. <laughs> Basically, the whole musical is basically a musical, but it's our show.
0: <laughs> yes, like if the musical is going on, but our show is in the corner. It's the original Let's Play. The musical theater Let's Play. I wonder if there would ever be Hello. a Broadway show that would
1: let us Oh, I'm the drowsy chaperone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I sing it so I don't get in trouble for saying this i'm ready for the next one what do you have the fantastics
0: so it's called fantastics um it's called the fantastics but it's spelled s-t-i-c-k-s
1: um a very important social issue uh at the time that the musical was produced um and it's about a group of people fighting for that social issue Am I right? Well,
0: what led you to that decision? No, you're not right, but I'm curious. It's
1: just, it's just such a vague title, and and uh, it seems like a nickname that they would give to political activists. I don't know. Just this one, I I want it to be about superheroes, but it's too close to the Fantastic Four, so it's not.
0: You should have made it about superheroes. You should have just embraced your.
1: I should have, but I wanted to be right.
0: (laughs) Stop worrying (laughs) about being right and be funny. I wanted to be right, Jess. You want to know what the Fantastics is really about? What's the Fantastics about, Jess? It tells an allegorical story loosely based on the play the Romancers concerning two neighboring fathers who trick their children, Louisa and Matt, into falling in love by pretending to feud. So it's basically Romeo and Juliet, but it's pretend kind of but the goal is to get them to fall in love and not to avoid them falling in love
1: okay you know that's fair that's cool just i would have never guessed that you want you know
0: this yes, right this is that's that's the funny part of this show andrew jess <laughs> give me the next one are you ready a funny thing happened on the way to the forum
1: A funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Yes. So it's about a politician, and she's on her way to a public event, um, when she happens upon uh (laughs) when she happens upon uh, a crowd forming. In front of a city hall. And it's like a big wig politician. So she's on her way to this... This smaller town event. And she happens upon a protest of some sort. And she gets out. And the protesters explain their situation. And she decides to step in. <laughs> to step in and help all these small town folk. Um, and then... She takes it up and... and brings it brings it up to the higher level and, and straightens everything out for these people that she just happened to meet on the way to her event um, and, and one of the songs is called uh, think about think about the little guy <laughs> it's a
0: very blue collar show I have nothing for this Jess I think that was pretty good <laughs> but it's not anywhere close to what it was what is it? Inspired by the fallarses of ancient Roman playwright Plato's, specifically Pseudolus, Miles Glorius, and um the musical tells the body story of a slave named Pseudolus and his attempts to win freedom by helping his young master woo the girl next door. <laughs> what the fuck? This musical is All fucking right, funny.
1: <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't Plato a fascist? I have no idea, dude. I am hyper ready for
0: the next one. All right, I think you might get this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Gypsy.
1: It's obviously about a, uh, you know, a band of gypsies traveling around Europe. uh, Somewhere, maybe in, maybe United States, but I'm going to say Europe. It's about a band of gypsies traveling around in Europe. They go to a small town. And they perform, and they get accused of corrupting one of the youth. But in reality, the youth has fallen in love with one of the young gypsy girls, and he stows away, and he wants to travel with the gypsies. Um, and one of the songs is called um, Gypsy Road. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. I, 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 of course I'm wrong, Jess. <laughs>
0: Are you ready for what Gypsy's actually about? What's Gypsy actually about, Jess? Gypsy is loosely based on the 1957 memoirs of Gypsy Rose Lee, the famous striptease artist, and focuses on her mother Rose, whose name has become synonymous with the ultimate show business mother. It follows the dreams and efforts of Rose to raise two daughters to perform on stage and cast an affectionate eye on the hardships of show business life.
1: I feel like my show would have been a decent, but I'm sure this one's pretty I cool. love
0: Gypsy. I think it's one of the better shows to ever hit Broadway. I'm ready for the next one. Let's go. I love you. You're perfect. Now change.
1: Okay, well that sounds like something like some sort of crazy girlfriend would say. And or boyfriend. I'm not trying to be sexist here. You're
0: in the right department. Okay. Ah, okay,
1: here we go, here we go, Mm, brainstorming, ooh, okay, we've got, um, a couple that's been together for a, nope, they're not together yet, a couple of people that meet in, in a coffee shop, um, and the girl is a little bit strange. Um, you know, she's got the, the, the manic pixie kind of thing going, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the guy falls in love with her, but realizes that he can't stay with her if she's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, uh, and essentially, it's just a romantic comedy from there. Um, there's, like a, there's, a, there's a guy friend and there's a girlfriend uh, that they're friends with, uh, and they are perfect for each other just as they are. Um, so they're like the foil. They're, they're, they're the, they're the opposite. Um, and in the end, the guy and the girl don't end up together because, uh, they're not right for each other. You know, that's just not how it, not how it works. Um, and, and one of the songs is called, uh, uh, I feel like the I feel like the big hit would be a self titled in this in this case. It's a longer title, I guess. I love you, but now but you're perfect, but change now. Uh also the plot that I described is, is loosely based on that one Jim Carrey movie. Uh
0: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what, what, what? Now I can't even That's think what about. fucking Jim Carrey movie that is. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind oh fuck yeah maybe that that makes sense now um without like the mind <laughs> erasure plot like that sh- that story becomes generic
1: very very generic yes jim carrick
0: i i mean it's
1: a romantic comedy plot though like it, i feel like the actual plot to this musical is probably a romantic comedy plot
0: I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change is presented in the form of a series of vignettes connected by the central theme of love and relationships.
1: Are they comedic?
0: Relatively.
1: Okay. I was at least a little bit close. You're
0: in the right territory, (laughs) but I gave you the hint. What was the hint? You're in the right territory. Well, yeah, but
1: I was going to guess that either way.
0: Right, 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 right. Are you ready for the next one? What do you got next? I'm ready. Kiss of the Spider Woman. But Kiss
1: of the Spider Woman um, is probably the title of a Spider Woman comic. But we all know that there are no Spider-Man musicals. <laughs> that would be absurd.
0: <laughs> that would be crazy. It would be really weird if we had like a super special episode of that sometime in the new year. There
1: the are no episode. Spider-Man musicals. They do not None exist. That would be enough. fucking stupid.
0: That would um, be fucking so crazy. instead
1: the plot is about um it's about Arachne. Um, who is a uh, a weaver that Athena actually turns into a spider? The first spider, um, which is why spiders are called arachne. Um, so it's actually the uh, it's an ancient Greek uh, myth um, put to life on the stage, um, and it's actually really interesting how they do it. And some of the songs actually harken back to like uh, ancient Greek style. So it's very a very interesting show, and I think they did it really well. What's one song? Oh, one of one of the songs. Um, <laughs> it's called uh, "The Weaver of Fates," and it's uh, sung sung by um, sung by both uh, Arachne while she's just a weaver, um, uh, when she is facing off against Athena to see who is actually the better uh, weaver.
0: I like your plot. I like that story a lot.
1: It was it was definitely a good show.
0: You ready for what this actually is? What is it actually about? In the 1960s in Argentina, a time of civic and economic and cultural turmoil, window dresser Luis Alberto Molina is in his third year of his eight-year prison sentence for sexual deviancy and corrupting a minor. He lives oh, in the fantasy no. world of cinema, often visited by the beautiful Aurora, his favorite film star and while he loves her he fears the spider-woman a vampy diva who kills men with her kiss one day marxist revolutionary veletian arigui paz is pushed into the cell after being tortured Valentin is hostile, secretive, and confrontational towards the chattering Molina, and even draws a line down the center of the cell to keep Molina away from him. But Molina is a caring man and tends to Valentin after his brutal torture, and even keeps Valentin's secrets while sharing his daydreams of Aurora. The men develop a trusting relationship that extends beyond simple friendship into a true love and dedication to each other.
1: Marxist propaganda. Disgusting. (laughs)
0: About two men who were gay in prison.
1: Degeneracy. All
0: right. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got a couple
1: more. Are you ready? I got, I'm, I'm ready. I think I hit the nail on the head with that last one, though. I thought
0: that was good. <laughs> All right, you ready for this one? I'm ready. It's another really generic one that you're going to have to play with. Oh, boy. Passion. Passion, okay. Passion
1: what the fuck (laughs) now i'm just thinking of passion of the christ okay passion is about a man who is in love is thoroughly in love with his wife and they are about to have a new child but unbeknownst to him the wife is uh sleeping around with his neighbor and best friend um Um, the wife, uh, tries to frame the husband, um, for beating, for beating him, her, um, by giving him alcohol when he doesn't drink. Um, and, uh, by the end of the show, the man is driven by his, uh, wife's deception and, uh, her involvement with, with his best friend and his discovery of this to suicide. Um, and it's really a tragic ending. One of the songs is called You Are My Rose.
0: You know what? Not a bad plot. Um, I like it. You're wrong, but I like it.
1: <laughs> All right. I literally, it was just, I was just doing the room.
0: Ah. Uh- <laughs> Didn't even pick it up. (laughs) Shit. Shit!
1: (laughs) God damn it! Jess, you've been had. (laughs) Ah! All right, what's the actual plot?
0: All right, I don't even have to look this one up. Um, It's one of my favorite musicals of all time. Basically, it's about a soldier named Giorgio who is stationed somewhere, and his, like, superior officer's... Cousin is this ugly, sick woman that's gonna die soon, and she falls in love with Giorgio in like the most, like imposing, annoying way ever, and eventually just wears him down so much that he has to fall in love with her too. It's
1: a little bit rapey.
0: It's not rapey because it's not sexual. It's just like passionate, which is the title.
1: Okay, you know what, Jess, you're right. I've never seen it, so you're you're probably right.
0: Alright, you ready for All the right. next one?
1: I'm ready for the next one.
0: The prom.
1: Prom. Well we've already watched Carrie, so it's not that. Um let's see. Prom. Oh uh, okay. Um well, I've already done the drunk dad plot. Oh, damn, I can't do that again. Let's see. Okay. I'm trying to think of something creative to do with this one, but honestly, with a title like prom, I mean there's certain elements you have to have in there you know they have to there has to be a prom, it has to be some sort of high school musical um, and uh, you know you have to stick with the status quo. so I feel like I'm just not sure what I'm gonna do with it here. Let's see. okay. It's about It's about a no uh, no not that. Okay, I'm going to go crazy with this one. Uh, crazy. Okay. It's it's very it's a it's a progressive musical. Right direction. It's, what's that?
0: Right direction.
1: It's progressive. Um, yes. because it is about a, an interracial couple trying to go to prom, um, oh, in, oh,
0: oh. I, I the, really want to help and involve cause you're going in the right direction. You just got to think about, think about it a little differently. Think
1: more modern. Okay. It's about, there's multiple proms. There's nope, one nope, for nope, whites. Nope, nope,
0: nope, and Nope. 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 I, I really want you to get this one. So gay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's about a gay couple
1: trying to go to prom. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> that's what it's about. You've uh, got that much. Try to
0: figure out the rest.
1: the The high school doesn't doesn't want to allow it, so they they host they they try to s- separate and have two proms one one for straights, one for gays, and that's a total fucking disaster. Uh, in in the town freaks out because oh my god gay people are exist and oh my goodness ah degeneracy uh or something like that I don't fucking and uh and in in the end uh they the the two the love interests which I'm not sure if they're men or women yet I I actually don't know um they haven't decided I'm just gonna pick one they're they're women it's lesbians (laughs) uh they they decide they don't need the prom to be happy so they they just have they have a prom to themselves And, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what one of the songs would be.
0: (laughs) All right, are you ready for the real plot? How close was I? (laughs) Four fading Broadway stars are in desperate need of a new stage, so when they hear that trouble is brewing around a small-town Indiana prom and the press is involved, they know that it's time to put on a spotlight on the issue and themselves. The town's parents want to keep the dance on the straight and narrow, but when one student wants to bring her girlfriend to prom, the entire oh. town has a date with destiny. Now Broadway's brassiest are coming to join the fight as they are ready to kickball change the world. Kickball change. So you're in the um, right ballpark. I was gonna. I'll give you that one, but I did help quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was on the right path. I could have just went with just a, a generic prom romance, but I I knew it had to be more than that.
0: All right, we're down to the last 3. All right. Give me You a, ready? Let me at them. This, oh, this one is Let me add them. This one is you town. you in town? you as or, in P town. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> This was like the most request on our first one. Like, why didn't you pick you're in town? And I'm like, you're right. What in town? Oh, when
1: you're in town, I like to piss cause you're in town. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? You're in town? Yep. Okay. Um. Okay, so this is about another small town. It's musicals love small towns. There's something about small towns that they they just love it. Um, Keeps the ensemble got, small. That's true. All right, so you got a small town, um, and they fuck. What's the? I'm trying to think if the town is just called Town or if it's an event that happens. Okay, so I think that, um, that, fuck. Okay, so there's something wrong with their, with their sewage uh, treatment plant, um, which this town is one of the main exporters of sewage. So if something goes wrong with their sewage treatment plant, they don't have any access to uh, to their main source of money, um, so basically something goes wrong with it, and they have to work together to raise the funds to repair it. And in order to do so, they have to host a event, which they invite a bunch of tourists for, and they market their town as you're in town because their main export is sewage um so people come to the event and they piss into the reservoir or something and that's that's the event that they have i don't <laughs> just what the fuck what kind of title is this what like honestly are you ready for what it's really about okay i'm gonna pick a song title you know because uh do it uh, do it uh the, the title of the song is is uh that's a lot of piss.
0: <laughs> Quoting Matthew Broderick in the best um film st- ever.
1: Yeah, starring starring Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Uh My show's terrible. Uh, that's don't ever make that show. Uh what what is this? What is this fucking about?
0: In the not-so-distant future, a terrible water shortage and 20- year-old 20-year drought has led to the government ban on private toilets and the peripheration of paid public toilets owned and operated by a single megalomaniac company, the Urine Good Company. If the poor don't obey the strict laws prohibiting free urination, they'll be sent to the dreaded and mysterious urine town. After too long under the heel of the malevolent Card- Caldwell B. Caldwell, the poor stage revolt, led by a brave young hero fighting tooth and nail for the freedom to be wherever you like, whenever you like, for as long as you like, and with whomever you like. A brilliant satire molded off the plays of Kurt Wheel and Bert L- and Bert... Bertolt Be- Brecht, I I know this, I just, I'm too drunk to say it. Bertolt Brecht, you're in town is a wickedly funny, fast-paced, and surprisingly intelligent comedic romp. So somehow I was actually
1: correct about the monetization of sewage? Yes. Oh my god, of all the things I was right about, that's the one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's that's an interesting one. I would have never guessed that. Me neither. In a million years. But you didn't come too far off. I do like the name You're in Good Company, though.
0: <laughs> Are you ready for the next one? Oh, I'm fucking ready, boy. Waitress.
1: L.A., okay? In L.A., there's a girl who wants to be an actress, and she's working as a waitress some Hollywood actor shows up at her at her restaurant and they f- they fall in love or he falls in love with her but she's not in love with him but she wants to use him as a way to get into the acting business. Um, so basically you got this kind of awkward romance where she's not really in love with him but she wants to use him for for stuff. Um, and it's fucked. That's fucked up. Uh, but uh, that's what happens. I don't fucking know,
0: Jess. What? These are so vague, man. <laughs> that's the joy of Broadway theater.
1: Waitress? What is that even? Okay. Uh, one of the, one of the songs is uh, is called. Uh, she's she's such a, she's such a pretty thing. I can't think of a funny title. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jess, I'm... I'm off it today, man. This is bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The plot of musical tells the story of Jenna Hunterson, a waitress in an abusive relationship with her husband, Earl. When Jenna unexpectedly becomes pregnant, she begins an affair with her gynecologist, Dr. Jim Pomatter. Looking for ways out, she sees a pie contest, and the grand prize is her chance. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and the music is written by Sarah Bareilles, and I like it. Okay, um, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one last one. Are you ready? This could be your right. saving grace, Andrew. This is gonna be my point. This is it. It's called War Paint. War Paint.
1: Um, it's a Vietnam story. Uh guy was drafted into Vietnam. Um, initially, he's not into it at all. But throughout boot camp, uh, he starts to develop like a bloodlust almost. Um, well, not at boot camp. At boot camp, he's not into it. But when he actually gets there after his first fight, he develops a total bloodlust and he just wants to kill. Um, and he... Uh, by By the end of the war, when he goes back home... Um, he's so absolutely fucked up by the war effort that he can no longer function in normal society. Um, and there's some sort of tragic ending where he either dies or ends up in a menstrual institution or in jail or something like that. Um, and one of the, one of the big songs is called, um, the will to kill.
0: All right. Um, no. The musical focuses on the lives and rivalry between 20th century female entrepreneurs Elizabeth Elizabeth Arden and Helena Rubinstein. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Uh, Uh, That was was great I think you have some (laughs) award winning ideas here Andrew I think you're gonna make some money Turning these into musicals I don't think we topped your dogfight though With you're right man Dude the dogfight is actually
1: a great idea Okay and the fact that that doesn't exist already Is a fucking tragedy Get on it Pasek and Paul If, If you guys don't make it I'm making it Okay somebody's making this shit Somebody's making it you're right man Uh I'll write the song You know Oh, you're right, brother, you're right. Brother, if we can't fly, then who can fly and we'll be right, brother? I don't know. I'm I'm making this up as I go. This is bad. Uh, okay. Is, is that all we've got? Yeah, that's all we got. Oh, boy. Howdy, did I not get any of those? except for, like, hey, actually, I got, like, two in the beginning.
0: Yeah, it was not an easy road for you, Andrew, but I'm sure that they enjoyed themselves trying to watch you falter and guess. Either way, thank you guys for listening. Um, we're really happy to have you guys still, like, into 2019. We're in a new world now. Guys, let's go. Please, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're all at Musicals with Cheese. Our Twitter is music our cheesy musicals um our instagram is musical theater lives as well as our youtube page our email is musical theater at gmail.com our title card was created by jolene casco her instagram is jolene casco please give her a like send her some love she deserves it she's incredible a whole new world
1: a new fantastic point of view
0: Yes, um, I'm so excited for the new um, Aladdin film. We are all really excited for the
1: new Aladdin film. I, with I new can't songs wait for by Pasek it.
0: and Paul, famous for um, Dear Evan Hansen and La La Land.
1: Yeah, we're also going to have songs by Will Smith, famous for um, After Earth. Thanks for watching,
0: everyone. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week on Musicals with Cheese. <laughs>